0: On this episode, you will learn how to maximize your food tax deduction. We'll go into what counts as a business trip, how to document your meal deduction, and when you can still write off 100% of your food. As always, if this episode helps you, brings you value, please do me a favor and share it with a friend. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Build Your Wealth Muscle, a podcast dedicated to helping fitness entrepreneurs build wealth by saving taxes and growing their money. Each episode will break down different strategies in the areas of business, tax, and retirement planning specifically for your coaching business. Disclaimer, the topics covered in this podcast are for educational purposes only. This is not advice for your specific situation. Please consult a qualified financial or tax professional before making any changes to your financial or tax situation. Now here's your host, certified financial planner and tax advisor, At Darby. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Build Your Wealth Muscle. Thank you for continuing to join us. The if you're new here, this is episode 86. Had to miss last week, got very, very busy and wasn't able to record. But if you're new here, welcome. And there are two different show formats. The first is like today, it's a solo episode. Where we can dive pretty deep on specific areas of finance, tax, cash flow planning, a lot of the tactics of business strategy in terms of the finances. I'm not a sales and marketing guy helping you walk away with action steps. So on those episodes like today, we'll go deep giving you tips. The other type of episode is where we bring on a guest, and they could be a colleague of yours with another online business or They support your business similar to myself, but they might do something in the sales and marketing side, maybe a legal side. Maybe they're also on the tax side, looking at business from a different angle than myself. And so those are types of episodes that we try to bring you to uh, give a variety of value to you guys. So today, as obviously you clicked on it, it's about maximizing your tax deduction for food. So how can you maximize when you're entertaining clients or your team or even yourself when you're doing business. So the meal deduction has some complexity to it, only because it recently, not maybe only because, but it recently changed. So let's start there, because this got a lot of notoriety in 2001 and 2002. Because if you were willing to eat at um, a place where they prepared food, and I'm specifically using that term because that's what the IRS used, because they were trying to differentiate a restaurant from essentially a 711 or grocery store type of situation when you are eating a business meal. So in 2021, 2022, in efforts to help the restaurant industry that got hit pretty hard from COVID, we were able to take 100% of those tax deductions. So that was pretty awesome. Again, you're you're out with a client, you're out on business and you get a 100% deduction. That has since ended. Now we're back to Essentially 50%. So let's dive into a little bit about what that is and how that works. So, when you are, how do you qualify for a meal deduction? Well, let me, let me back up and go and give the, the bigger picture. So, entertaining clients used to be a tax deduction. As of 2018, it's not. So, let me zoom out and give an, a, an example that might be clear. If you are taking a client to a football game, the tickets for the game are entertainment. They are not deductible. The the beer, the hot dogs, the the burgers at the game, that's food. That is deductible. So we'll go into the percentages, but let's just talk about deductibility versus not deductibility. So anything that the IRS deems purely entertainment is no longer deductible at all. Now... That doesn't mean you can't spend that money. This doesn't make taking your client to a football game a personal expense, like, you know, which you're often discouraged from doing because you can pierce corporate veil. You want to get out of the habit of paying for your personal expenses inside the business. There's still business expenses, but you can't write them off. So you could still swipe your corporate card or your business debit card when you're taking your client out to a baseball game, football game, concert, anything that's purely entertainment. You can still do that. But when you put it in your QuickBooks, you're going to label it accordingly. So your tax professional at the end of the year knows to back those out. It's no different than if you have your automotive expenses in there, they're pulling a portion out. Same thing with your other food cost They're pulling a portion out because they see what it's categorized as and then they write it down whether it's Hundred percent, fifty percent, whatever the case may be. So, just try to delineate those two things: that food and beverage is deductible; the entertainment portion is not. So that comes into play where, depending on where you are, because if it's not itemized out, for example, if you are in a sports setting and the tickets include food, like in a suite, it's a good chance you can't write any of it off because you can't. You don't have a receipt that shows the food, the food bill. Versus the cost of the seat slash suite. If it's all in one, then you can't write it off. It's going to be considered entertainment. If it is itemized for you, where it's two separate bills, like two thousand for the the tickets, and then you ran a thousand dollar food and drink bill, now you could that thousand dollars becomes deductible. So, when can you write off the fifty percent for deduction uh, the meal? There's two basically ways you can do it. When you're traveling, that's the easiest one to, to really go over, because it's, it's fairly straightforward. You're on an overnight trip and you have a business wherever it doesn't matter all your meals are going to be business deductions. Whether you're with a client, with a vendor, like the fact that you're there makes it them business meals. Even if you're sitting by yourself uh, I'll give you an example for myself. I was just at a CFO event uh, in May. In Dallas, so at night I would go out to dinner usually by myself, because that's why I catch up on my emails and do everything. But the fact that I was by myself doesn't matter because I was there on business. Every meal, every coffee I bought, every snack I bought, all of those were business deductions, and all of those I got a fifty percent write-off for. It's not a hundred because again, two things happened: two thousand twenty-two is over, and the reason the IRS does it this way is because they're in their opinion you have to eat anyway. So, 100% of it isn't business because there's a personal component to eating. That's the reason why it's not at 100%. Um I don't dis- I don't agree with the fact that entertainment is gone because that's still a legitimate business expense. So, when you're traveling, everything is for the most part, everything is business related. When I say for the most part, the reason I'm saying that is because if you go on a trip that you have purposely planned for business, but there's personal days involved, then those personal days, you can't write off the meals. But the business days on a business trip, and again, a lot of business trips for you listening to this, maybe like the whole trip I was doing business or commuting back from business, then it doesn't matter. your Your snacks at the airport, your meals at the hotel, all of that, is legitimate. Now, when you are local, this is where it gets a little bit complicated because if you're by yourself locally, you can't write off your own meals. You have to be outside of your travel area. Now, that becomes in and of itself subjective. So, if you're going to get aggressive with this, have an understanding of where the guidelines are for the IRS. So, i am in vegas but my office and where i live is about 10 to 12 miles off the strip my course of business is not on the strip so if i am on the strip for for whatever reason i'm by myself i could make the argument that i'm outside of my travel area i'm outside of my commute and so, in that scenario, I could make an argument that I am now uh, out on on travel because the IRS doesn't really define how far away you need to be. You don't have to have gotten on a an airline to get the travel deduction. Now, I personally don't take those because in my opinion, I'd be pushing it because it's only 10 to 12 miles away. Yes, it's outside of my normal radius because I A lot of my clients are on Zoom, and the ones that do visit me, a lot of times they come to my office, or we meet at my gym, uh, which is often their gym too. So for me, it feels like a stretch. But for you and your business, it may not be. Like maybe you work from home and you meet people a few miles away. But if you go to the major city, which maybe that's forty-five minutes away or an hour away, and you legit don't go there very often, and there's a there's a reason that you're there. If I were your tax professional uh, and you weren't doing it excessively because if you're doing it ex- excessively then i think you're making the precedent that it's happening enough that it's sort of inside of your radius an example that that might that might drive this point home is that you could have a home office and be a realtor here in Vegas using this as an example it might be a lot harder even if it's like to say oh i was on the strip when realistically you're your business radius is all over vegas so it'd be much harder like if they were my client i'd say you'd probably need to be hours away where you never sell homes before it would make sense for you to eat a meal by yourself and say oh i was i was traveling so that's the way to think about it because again there's there's so much gray area with these that you have to default back to and when you're talking to your tax advisor what's the argument you're making the same thing applies with everything I'm talking about today. If you've got a business doing $100,000 in revenue, and you're writing off 30, 40, $50,000 worth of meal expenses, as your tax advisor, I wouldn't like that. I'm like, You're trying to make the argument that you spend half of your business's revenue on food. Conversely, if you had a multi six-figure business or a seven-figure business and you had the exact same $50,000, I wouldn't blink because you're making the argument, yeah, this is a negligible percentage of the business in that scenario. It just makes more sense. So you always have to apply that sort of common sense to what you're doing. Because if you did wind up in front of an IRS auditor, what's it look like? Could you make the argument? Okay, so that's local. Local when you're by yourself. Now local when you're with somebody becomes a lot easier. If you're local, again, you could be a block away. A business meal is, wi- is with somebody. So it's a vendor, a prospect, an existing client, an employee, a collaboration with a colleague, maybe someone who advises you on your business. Maybe it's someone that knows a lot about business and you guys talk about business. Doesn't It doesn't matter. There's a lot of generalities that you can do with the... Local person that has to do with your business now let's get into documentation because you have to give five pieces of information so that's when I when I was describing like who you're with this is where it really comes into play because you need to give five pieces of information because you have to document this stuff you need to say who what where, when and how so let me dive into those three of those are already on the receipt where you were. So if you were at uh, Barry Steakhouse, that's going to be on the receipt. How much you spent on the receipt, the date you went there on the receipt. So three of the five are done, but you still have to manually. And I recommend people like literally just write it on, grab the waitress's pen when you're signing for the tip and all that and write who you were with. Again, that's easy enough. When you're local, You write who you're with, who that vendor was, who that prospect was, who that client was, and then the what. What did you guys talk about? You don't have to write a book, but jot down a few things about what you guys talked about. And then you can take a picture of that receipt. Again, 3 of the 5 were already on the receipt, and then the last 2 you manually wrote onto it. To make your argument even more helpful, I would have a corresponding entry in your calendar For that event, so this is for local because again, this is these are supposed to be business meetings of a of a sort. You know, like they're a vendor, they're a prospect. So you want to say like, oh, like this is if again you're in front of an IRS auditor, you pull up your calendar and there's a a meeting set up with John Smith, the prospective client, to talk about becoming a client. And you wrote that on the receipt. You're building a lot of credibility that this was legit. So. You do the same thing when you're by yourself because that's that's even easier because you go out to dinner, you're on travel, the who is yourself, and the what is the business trip. And then the other 3, again, the where, the how, and the when, the, or the how much, not how. Um, those are all on the, the physical receipt. Now again, you can have digital copies. So you can take a picture of it. What I like to do, there's apps that that are helpful as well, but you literally just take a picture of it. Then I move my photos to like an album on my phone that is just for receipts. I Do it really quickly, like especially if I'm at a gas station, I can take a picture of it real quick. Or if the gas station doesn't have receipts, which happens a lot, especially if you're driving, like some of this place in the middle of nowhere, the paper is ran out. I just take a picture of the actual screen. Again, I don't want to do this, but this is when I have no other options, you want to take a picture of the screen to show. And obviously, there's, it's time stamped on the um photo itself and then i put it in an album and then i move that album to a secure album on my phone that's password protected so you're keeping an audit gel again i don't i i want to make that clear i use the, the fuel example because you do need the receipt like the credit card receipt for all these doesn't count you need the physical receipt because they need to know because it gets back to what we talked about earlier from entertainment perspective because if you do go to a, a stadium and you run up $100 for the tickets and $100 in food, you need the receipt because the ticket wasn't deductible, but the receipt for the beer, the, the burgers, whatever it is. So that's the 50% that we lost. It used to be 100 last year, it dropped to 50 this year. Now, there are some times when you can still, in 2023 right off hundred percent. So we're gonna dive into those right now after I have a little coffee. Okay, so if you still want the hundred percent meal deduction, throw a party. And now the party has to be for your employees. It could be a team building exercise, it could be a holiday party, it doesn't matter. But as long as the deduction is for expenses that are related to recreational, social, or similar activities, Primarily for the benefit of employees. So, this is important because if the guest list shows, and I'm going to get into the documentation, but if the guest list shows that there's not that many employees there, maybe it's mostly clients, friends, things like that, you're going to lose this deduction. But if it's really for your team, then you can write off 100%. Now, let me caveat this the employees need to be non highly compensated employees. Now, that's specifically defined by the IRS, non-highly compensated. So it's not based on your opinion of non-highly compensated. It's based on the IRS's definition. So if they earn less than 130000 and they are not an owner of more than 10% of your business or a family member that is... So this doesn't work if it's your spouse or your kid or something like that. If they, are, if they make less than 130, own less than 10 percent, and not the family member that owns less than 10 percent, they're considered non-highly compensated. So to reiterate, if, you, if your business does very well and you make a million plus and a bunch of the people on your team make 200k, in your mind you might be like, "Well, they're not highly compensated, I'm highly compensated. And maybe you have a couple of people making a million with you the 200k people are still by IRS standards they are highly compensated employees in which case this party wouldn't work from that perspective because this would be benefiting primarily highly compensated employees the other reason they they frame it this way is they don't want this rule to be a discrimination hack where you take your top people and you go do cool stuff and you don't invite the lower level members of your team because that would be getting in this scenario. They're trying to avoid any sort of discrimination in terms of earnings from your team. But if if those qualify and you're basically throwing a party or team building or educational event, you can go ahead and, and still get 100% deduction for your food cost. So let's talk about the documentation again. It's similar to what we did before. You need to know the reason for the event. Now we add the guest list. They want to know who who was there. Employees, relatives, employees, families of of the non-highly compensated employees are totally fine. They count too. So that's no problem. Like All that is deductible too. You can invite business partners and clients and vendors. Again, you want to keep that to a minimum because they're messing up your, your statistics on this. But you have to keep track of who's there so that you can prove that it was primarily benefiting your employees, your non-highly compensated employees. So you want a list of all the expenses, just like always. You want the receipts, evidence of where the money went. You don't want just a credit card. Um, but again, if you're if you're keeping the receipts like we talked about before, that's going to have three of the five. Then you're going to write down who was there. That's the guest list. And the, the what is, why did you have this event? Was it an annual holiday party, an annual strategic meeting, quarterly strategic meeting? Um, Maybe it's just a fun get together for team building. That's all good. And now, the other time that you can 100% write off your food is if it's not really for you. It, food and beverages essentially for the general public, but this would be the scenario where you're giving your food and snacks out to um, customers. So if you have like office snacks out, that like water bottles soda, candy, coffee, things like that, and they're for clients and customers coming to you, you can 100% write that off as a business. Again, this is not meant for the employees. So if you have food and snacks and all that stuff like that I just described, but it's like a cafeteria type of thing for the employees, you only get 50% again. But if it's these lower cost items and they're for your, your customers, your clients, they're out for them, then you're back to 100%. So just as a, as a brief recap, the, the meal deduction for 2023, the vast majority of times, it's now going to be 50%. So when in doubt, assume it's 50%, not 100. 100 was, we were spoiled for 2021 and 2022 when they specifically were trying to give a boost to the restaurant industry that got impacted pretty harshly by COVID. That is no longer the case. So we're back to 50%. Now, the, again the key takeaways if you are local, you need to be with somebody. That person needs to be a business colleague, employee, client, prospect, something like that. If you're traveling, and again that's sort of a broad term, but you'll know. Like just if you want to err on the side of caution, make it when you're legitimately going away over overnight. Um, again, you could do day trips that are like pretty far away, like if you're hours away from home, and it, you, you know, you leave early, you come back late. If I was your tax advisor, I would, I would say that's okay, um, because you can prove that you were way out of your, your zone of commute. Um, again, that's if you're like two, three hours away commuting somewhere, and you wanted to save the money and not get a hotel, so you drove back that night. Um, so travel fifty percent, hundred percent. If you have snacks and water bottles, things like that for your clients and customers slash general public, 100%. And then also, if you're willing to have office parties, office get-togethers, retreats, things like that for your team, make sure it's primarily helping the non-highly compensated employees. So hopefully, this was helpful to you guys. As always, DM if you have questions. If you are If you're doing this right now by yourself, no one's helping you. We're about halfway through the year as I'm recording this. This is the time to start tax strategy, tax planning, because you have the whole rest of the year. So like, if you know, uh, I talk about this a lot, but the idea of having a business deduction on something that you don't need, I think is a waste of money. Because think of all tax deductions. They're really discounts. So if you spend $1,000 that might save you 30% on your taxes because you're in a 30% bracket. So if you buy something for $1,000, maybe you got it for 700 But you still have to spend 700 in that scenario. So, But food, if you already have to eat anyway, then find a way to make a legitimate business deduction. So as always with these tax planning strategies, try to think of ways that you're already spending money, maybe in your, in your personal life, find legitimate ways to move into your business and write it off. In my opinion, those are far better than seeing people buy these large items like vehicles that they don't really need just because they're looking for a year-end tax deduction. So as always, guys, if this is helpful, do me a favor, share it with a friend, and have a great week. Thank you for joining us this week on Build Your Wealth Muscle. The links mentioned in this episode are available in the show notes.